Good morning. The death toll from the devastating earthquakes in Turkey and Syria is fast approaching 20,000. As the number of dead and injured continues to climb, search and rescue crews are in a race against time to find any more survivors. The painstaking effort to remove tons of rubble is being hampered by hundreds of aftershocks and a lack of equipment. The extreme cold is proving another challenge, with tens of thousands of people now homeless and in need of food, water and heating. Aid agencies warn a second humanitarian crisis is looming with the threat of starvation and disease among the survivors. Supplies of food, medicine, bedding and clothing are flooding in from around the world to help those in need. Australian search and rescue personnel will this morning travel to the disaster zone joining the massive earthquake rescue operation in Turkey. The specialist team of 72 includes firefighters, ambulance and police officers. They will assist other international crews already on the ground. The team flies out of Richmond Air Base in Sydney. Sydney could be hit with more heavy rain and possibly even hail today after the city was lashed by thunderstorms, some areas receiving 100 millimetres in a single hour. A driver trapped in raging floodwaters in the north had to be rescued when his four-wheel drive was swept off the road. Just one of a number of vehicles stranded, submerged or washed away when the waters rose. The Prince's Highway was cut in two and SES crews were kept busy tending to around 600 call-outs. The wet weather caused problems at the airport too. Several flights were cancelled, both international and domestic. Relief from soaring power prices is shaping up as the big-ticket item in the upcoming federal budget, with the Treasurer looking to lower costs for struggling families. Let's go live now to political reporter Rachel Baxter in Canberra. Good morning, Rachel. What's his plan? Good morning to you, Jody. Well, the plan has a couple of parts, but basically the Albanese government has promised to match state-funded household rebates in exchange for imposing price caps on coal and foregoing royalties from those coal companies. The extra money, which totals around $1.5 billion, is going to be delivered as direct rebates in the May budget. But there's criticism this morning that the detail of how much will be delivered, when it will be delivered, it all remains pretty confusing. Initially, March was the deadline. The Prime Minister said we'd have a plan. This week, the Treasury indicated we may not know more until after the federal budget. Now, Jim Chalmers is meeting virtually today uh, with his state and territory counterparts to nut out the details further. Some Treasurers, though, like New South Wales's Matt Keane, want Labor to deliver the relief right now instead of waiting until May or beyond. But certainly, Jody, cost of living, centrepiece of the budget or not, it's the big issue affecting Aussie families. Sure. Is. Okay, Rachel Baxter, thank you. An Australian mother is pleading for help to save her seven-week-old baby gravely ill in Bali. Hospitals there don't have the equipment needed and the family can't afford the $90,000 to medivac her home. A newborn baby clinging to life and a family clinging to hope. We don't want to lose her. Three days ago, Lucky Ahimsa was rushed from the family's home in Bali to Siloam Hospital in Denpasar, struggling to breathe. And you can see her lungs going... Now she needs a respirator to breathe, battling a serious lung infection. Doctors have told her Melbourne-raised mother the hospital is not equipped to save her life. We're speaking with the air ambulance so we can fly her to 
Australia. One Australian-based emergency medical flight operator has told Seven News they want to help the family out, but that would cost up to $90,000. It's money the young family doesn't have. And with every passing day, Lucky's condition worsens and the hospital bills grow. One day is $8,000. The Department of Foreign Affairs is looking into the situation with time critical and the family has set up a GoFundMe page pleading for any help they can get. So we can get her better and then that would be really nice. A little girl in need of a lot of help. She's such a, a sweet little baby girl. She's very gentle. She's very gentle and um, we, we, really, we really just want her to live a long life. Cameron Bow, 7 News. Three young thugs are expected to be charged after taunting police in a stolen car during a two-hour chase across the Queensland-New South Wales border. The trio live-streamed their run from the law before officers deployed road spikes and pounced. Two boys aged 16 and 17 and a 27-year-old man were arrested. They're also accused of breaking into several homes armed with machetes and swords. Students who struggle to read and write would be described as developing under major proposed reforms to NAPLAN testing. The body in charge of NAPLAN wants to simplify how results are reported, categorising students as developing, approaching proficient, proficient and highly proficient. It's also looking at moving tests online and bringing in earlier exam dates. Federal and state education ministers will consider whether to implement the changes at a meeting today. Federal police say suspicious packages have been found on board a boat which capsized off the WA coast last week. Three men were left clinging to an esky and needed to be rescued when their boat started to sink off Albany. The AFP has since confirmed packages were found when a marine rescue group hauled the vessel to shore at Peaceful Bay. It's investigating in cooperation with Border Force detectives. There'll be free tickets up for grabs from noon today for anyone wanting to attend the state memorial service for Aussie icon Olivia Newton-John. Seats will be allocated on a best available basis with a limit of two tickets per booking. The long-awaited service is being held at Melbourne's Hamer Hall on February the 26th. It will feature performances from stars like Delta Goodrum.